In this podcast, the purpose will be to have meaningful and insightful conversations about fatherhood so we can better understand our purpose as fathers and be the loving fathers our children deserve. I especially hope this space invites folks of color to engage in the conversation of what it means to be a father in this society. Welcome to the podcast, and more importantly, welcome to fatherhood. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Things I Wish Dad Told Me. I'm your host, Ariel. I hope you all are doing well. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, starting back up my job, so I'm kind of feel exhausted right now. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's time for rest and recovery. Um, but today, I got a special, very special episode I get to reunite with uh, an old friend, a brother. Um, haven't talked to him in a minute, but, you know, we reconnected through this. And um name is Sam. I've known you for how long have we known each other? Oof. Man, I would say my whole life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, probably way too long. It's just, yeah. yeah, I've known each other for 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 a long, long time, uh, dear friend. Uh, and today's episode is going to be dedicated to uh, the power, I think, of of traveling with children and um, and being able to expose our children to things that maybe we weren't necessarily exposed to when we were young. I think that that's one of the things that, uh, that I've really appreciated, you know, just, I think just even contact, you know, even through social media, you know, but, uh, it, it's just that, that, that idea of, uh, of traveling as you go out. Um, but before we even get into the traveling, uh, can you tell us who you are a little bit of, you know, how long you've been a dad for? Um, and, uh, so far, what you what 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 have you enjoyed about fatherhood? Well, like you said, my name is Sam. I've been a dad for about almost three years. My oldest is a two and a half right now, going on three, and you know it's it's a very good experience, man. It's it's something that that I've honestly I'm still growing into to getting to get it down, you know. Yeah and yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. no go ahead finish that thought yeah it just um it's 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 not not easy but you know i think it's a learn as you go nobody's ever ready to do anything you know off the bat when you have it and yeah yeah did you did you always want kids that that's a good question i did <laughs> i did <laughs> i did i always wanted kids man but i just didn't I wanted a lot of kids actually when I first started. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but this is yeah before you even have children. That's the idea, right? I want to have a kid. You know, but, I, and how, why did you want so many kids? Well, you know, um, in our childhood, we played soccer, and you know, I was like, man, when I get older, I, I want to have my own team. So I, like, <laughs> I want to have like six or seven, but now it's not really the case. Yeah. What 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 shifted in that? Because that, that's really ambitious. You're not like the first dad that I've that I've heard that of. Like, oh, you know, I wanted, I want hella kids, and then you know, there's like a there's like a shift. What 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 made you shift to? Is two is that going to be the max for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still thinking about a third one, but right now my little one is seven months, 
so I, I want to enjoy them first before I even think of, you know, putting another one in life, you know, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, after the first one, it was pretty hard, you know, that's when my whole mind changed from having seven kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's tough, man. What, what happened with your first one that, that, that shifted it? You know, um, a lot of people tell me, you know, I asked around and they were like, Hey, well, I said, Hey, um, how do you, how do you like having your kids so close in age? Yeah. And they were like, to me, it was the hardest, but the best decision ever, because, you know, they'll grow up just about turn 18 at the right same, same time. And, you know, they'll grow up at the same time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man, man. We, I mean, your children are very close to ages to mine. I think your, your, your children are beating my kids by one month each. Um, and you know, but you see, I've always, I've always wanted just two. I've always, I'm like, this is my cap. You know, if anything, it's like my partner and I just really conversating if we, we even, you know, if we would actually engage in having a third one. Um, you know, it, it, it's a difficult, it's a difficult decision to bring a lot of kids into this world, man. You know, I mean, the act of having relationships with your partner, I'm sure that that potentially could be easy, I guess you would say, but it's a, that decision of like actually wanting to bring another one, the intention of bringing another child is a, is a big daunting one. If that makes any sense. It, it is. It is. I mean, a lot of people overthink it, but then yeah. I think as you're raising the kid, you know, from what you physically have to do is what changes the mind of, you know, having another one. Yeah. Because a lot of times I, I always said, like, the first thing I, I always put in my mind, man, do I have enough money to to do, to have another kid, you know? Am I going to be able to afford it? Because it's expensive. But then you forget about the financial situation and it's, you know, raising your kid the right way, you know? Making sure you have everything for them and you do what you have to do as a parent. Yeah. And if you're going to have time for, for so many kids, you know, you, you have two already, you know, you have to dedicate a little bit of time to each one. Yeah, for sure. I, I can't imagine because, uh, you know, I come from a family where like, you know, I have like a gajillion uncles and, and aunties. So it's like I can't imagine what my grandparents were doing, too. I mean, it's also just a different time as well. I don't even know if they even paid attention to their kids based on results. I don't know if they did, but like I can't imagine having like 10, nine kids, you know. It just seems like such a big thing. I mean, you got large family too, right? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm I have half brothers and half sisters, mm-hmm. but then you know, from whatever they are, it's you know above three. You know, I'm just the one in between both my parents. But you know, from there, it's like five of them. From my mom's side, it's another five. You know, and I'm like, how do you do this? How did you even do this? You know? Yeah, and I, for sure. I don't. I don't know. It's a uh, but just you know it's a different it's a different culture too right like I, I think here there's a lot of uh there's just like a different uh stress level here for some reason you know when it comes to raising children you gotta have like there's all these different layers right up like you gotta have like a bassinet you have to have like some toys you gotta have some clothes you gotta have you gotta have all of these things and i don't know if that was necessarily what they were worrying about back home you know what i'm saying where our families are from because i don't know if that's really you know it's just like why are we going to get that thing when the kid's going to just sleep with us in the bed exactly that, that's know? true you know I, I i i've never really thought about it that much but uh-huh. 
I mean, I've I've gone over there, you know, to back to my homelands over there from, from my, where my parents come. Yeah. I see them, how they raise kids, you know, and it's the plainest and simple way. And over here, we really just do too much. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of over, uh, over complicating the process of, of, of children. I think uh, there's something really beautiful about, about, about that. I mean, you know, it's not to say that it's perfect, but there is something really beautiful about that simplicity that you, that you just mentioned, you know, about uh, sometimes when you're thinking about children, it's really just, it's really simple. You know, it, sometimes when you just narrow it down, it's simple. Uh, but the kids kind of make it when they're in your face, then it becomes a little bit more complicated. But the concept and the idea is kind of simple, right? You're kind of just taking care of them, playing with them, feeding them, making sure they go to the bathroom, you're cleaning them. And, you know, and then there's other, other stuff that's in between. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I always, I, I, you know, before, before my first one, I asked a lot of questions to everybody that was already a parent. Yeah. And then the one thing I did get a lot was the first year is always easy. You know, they say all they do is, sleep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so they do, but then yeah, after they start walking, that's when it gets difficult, man. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, uh, how have you handled the, your older one walking? How, how is he? He's full of energy, man. I don't know where he gets it from. I didn't have that much energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that you do. I know I see my son and he's just like, he's just all over the place. Um, uh, but, but let's get into what we, what, what we said we were going to talk about, which is this idea of traveling. So I, you know, I always see you. You're always out with your kids, man, and, and I and I and I admire that about you. Can you talk to me or talk to us a little bit about like what's the what's the thought process for you when thinking about taking your children outside of their their comfort zone or out of their I guess what they well, I guess what you say what is their norm? You know, it's hard, man, because you know my my kids. I mean, I don't know if all kids are like this, but you you start off when you end up traveling and you're staying there for more than two or three days. Yeah. And the, the hardest part is where are they going to sleep? My kid is so used to sleeping in the same spot every night at home. And that's the difficult part. Like, you know, figuring that kind of stuff out. I think we put too much thought into it before leaving, but you know, as we go, it, 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 it you know, it just all comes into play and, and it works out, but you know, it's, the, the reason why I do it is because, you know, what am I going to do? I can't leave my kid behind, you know? So, <laughs> All right. Adios. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, be back. I'll be back in a week. <laughs> you know, I, I can't. I just can't, you know? So, you know, the, the thing is like, okay, so I want to do this. Okay. So I just got to manage to take them, you know? Just, yeah. And I got to just deal with it, man. It's hard. And why do and why do you I guess the question here for me and I think it's an important one is like why like why is that an important I, on one end I hear like yes I, I kind of have to take them if I want to travel yeah. so I guess the question is like why do you want to travel and then what is the benefit in your opinion to your child like have you seen a difference in him or them like once they uh get out of their out of their home and they go somewhere else. Yeah, dude, it, you, you can tell on the look on their face, like when they go somewhere where they just haven't gone, uh -huh. like, I'll tell you our, our, 
trip we went to New York, you know, yeah. and it was like we we stayed in Times Square. It, it's amazing, you know. It's a it's a nice place where you go, full of lights, and you know, yeah. The the thing that I noticed a lot about my son was he just like looked around, you know, and and he's just like he was amazed by everything. Like you could tell, like he's like I've never been here before. And just by the, the look in his face, and then that that brought me some joy. Like it made me happy. Yeah, know? well, describe that feeling, man. What's the what's the joyous part there? Because that's, that's an important. I love the fact that you that you're uh, that you can see that in your child, right? Because that's not that's not always easy to be able to like detect. But like when you see his face in that, like what what came up? Like what's what's the joyous piece there for you? It's just like you know the, the joy in me was that he got to experience something that he hasn't. I mean, he doesn't even know what he's experiencing. He's just seen. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh-huh. But it, it, the joy that it brought me inside was, you know, being able to give him something that I wasn't given as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, you know, it's it's gonna be to me, it's gonna be something that he could remember when he grows up, you know, and picture wise, because I don't think he'll remember when he turned seven that he was <laughs> yeah, there. But yeah. you know, yeah. you know, when he grows up, he's like, man, my parents took me to New York. I was only what eight months yeah yeah man it, it, that that you know i'm looking forward to that reaction from him hopefully he you know appreciates that we did that you know yeah i'm sure he will um well at least i hope so i i, I think he will though i think that's a or i think they will because it's a there, there's something really uh, special about because you know we you're making me think of like we we went to cancun and we traveled to Mexico and like it, I think the, you know, it, it's a lot of work. So as folks are hearing this, like, you know, traveling with the, with the children, it, it's a lot of work. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> you got to carry, at least we had to carry freaking like car seats and like freaking a gajillion bags. And, you know, you had to do all of this prep work, but once you're there, and and that's the thing though, right? It's like the trip is not just for the kids, right? It's also like for yourself. At least for me, I'm like, I want to go and experience something that I haven't experienced. But you're also sharing that moment with your child. And there is that almost like reaction. It's almost like they know that, like, oh, we're not home. We're somewhere else. And they're like looking at it and like my son was just like so entertained by like an iguana and even now he mentions he remembers like oh the iguana is at the beach it's like you know the iguana's over there and he talks to me about it and he has that like he's able to like remember that that piece and it is it is a very uh tender moment i think you know when 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 they have that kind of reaction yeah dude it is it it, it definitely is and I'm gonna tell you it like you said, you know, you prepared a lot for that trip. Yeah. But I think that that was th- those moments that you speak of right there, those are probably like the best parts of your trip. You know? Yeah, because you know, the, the at least for me, like the trip in itself wasn't like ridiculous. Like for me, I'm like, you know, and it's such a different type of travel because before your child, did you travel a lot? No, no, that's the thing. That's the thing, you know. Um we were still kind of young, you know, um, I wasn't used to traveling because my parents never really took me anywhere. So, um, 
me, when me and my partner got together, she was a big traveler. She already had visited so many places. So she's like, hey, you know, later in the future, let's go somewhere. But later in the future, we had our son. So, <laughs> so we just had to, you know. Okay, here he is. Here, here they are. So that that's also the, the reason, you know, hey, either we do it now or we just don't do it all, you know. So. Yeah, so you, so your partner kind of like was the propeller of you traveling it. So so did you want to travel when you were younger? I did, I did, man. I you know it's 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 something I always wanted to do, but I mean you know when before you're 18, you know you live at home with your parents, and it's really up to them whether they want to take you somewhere or not, you know. Yeah. And then after you're 18, you can make those decisions if you work for it, but. Yeah, my parents were never really like the ones that that took me anywhere. So, you know, I said, as soon as I'm old enough to travel and do it on my own, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, here you are, man. You're here with your children and sounds to me like you've been to, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like every time I see you, you're like in Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my son has been to Disneyland more than I have in my childhood. (laughs) I mean, so this so this is my thing, right? It's like, you know, in a couple of episodes back, like I talked a little bit about like this concept of your inner child. So when you take your child to Disneyland, like does that do something for you? Like, did you go to Disneyland when you were little? No. You no. didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so when you take him, does that do something for you? It does. It does, man. It it gives me that joy of means of saying I took my son to Disneyland, you know. You can't say in the future, you know, hey, my parents didn't take me anywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I want them to say, like, you know, my parents in the future, I want them to actually say, I think my parents did a lot for me. You know, they they took me to places I never really asked to go, you know? Yeah. And that that's that's my thing right now. That That's why I travel and I take them, you know, because I could also travel and just say, hey, um, grandma can you watch them you know and and just leave them behind but no you know it's that's the reason why i actually chase choose to take them and you know do what i do with him and yeah it was it was great in the beginning because we took him before he could even walk yeah and the difference was he was asleep so we would just walk around do nothing and we just had the joy of going to Disneyland. <laughs> but you know, right now, we just took him recently again. And yeah. let me tell you, that feeling was was good, man, because, you know, he could see it from the outside. He was like, where are we? You know, you just the look in his face is like, you could tell yeah. what he, and we walk in there. And, and as soon as you walk into Disneyland, you just see all these really different things he just starts running around man and you know i start chasing after him and he (laughs) he sees a person he says hi and he's like waving at everybody and he goes into the stores you know and it it that makes me happy you know at the moment probably you know mad because i'm running around after him but you know (laughs) then i think about it and it really does it brings you a a tender a tender a tender spot that's yeah i mean that sounds really special and, you know, and I, but, you know, I think like I'm thinking about it and it's like, well, I guess that maybe that's what you wanted when you were little, but I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe you wanted to be set free at that place. And like, 
how traveling, and I bring that up because traveling, I think, can bring up many things about us, about when we were younger, that we don't necessarily foresee, right? Because, like, I'm in the same boat. Like, we didn't really go to that many places when I was little. And, like, I I, I love to get out of here and just experience, and just get out of this uh this like little bubble that that sometimes we find ourselves in and and how do we bring our children along for that ride i think it's it, it, it's key you know i think it's key to even just heal some of the shit that's inside of us if that makes any sense yeah it does it does i think i think honestly to me it's it's like you said it's healing a part of me inside that wasn't fulfilled you know as a kid yeah. And that's that's probably probably like the main reason why I do it because that it just you know I'm I'm gonna be honest like I grew up and I my first time ever going to Disneyland was I was 19. Yeah. When my parents took me. You know, <laughs> I don't know why, but it was like a family thing where they were like, "Hey, let's all go." And I was like, <laughs> "You know, I, I'm just going to be like <laughs> Really? After 19 years, you're say, let's go. And, and, you know, and like, then, okay, and then just a disclaimer: this dude is hella tall, so I can only imagine, like, only imagine your parents that are hella shorter than you. It's just like, okay, let, me, let, me put, let me put let me put his little hat, let me put his little ears on him. And then you know, I went, and the, and then this is another part that adds to it, man, because this goes to my kid too, like why I do. Yeah. my son uh-huh. so we get to disneyland and inside i'm like oh you gotta buy me some mickey ears you know and then we go into the store and i tell my dad hey buy me these mickey ears and you yeah. know my dad's like okay fine whatever i was like he's like no why do i gotta buy you mickey ears and i was like because you never bought them for me as a kid <laughs> so now you gotta buy them for me yeah. and when we go to pay man mickey ears are like forty dollars so he's like i'm not paying 40 dollars for mickey ears you're out of your mind so uh, there goes my mickey ears you know so there's another thing that i do for my son when i go i'm gonna get him i'm gonna get him him some mickey ears that's so funny that's a oh lord but your dad, your dad always kind of struck me as that way. Is that how he was when you was little? Like, if you wanted something, <laughs> he's just like, "Why yeah, am I gonna spend forty dollars on this?" Son? It, it it was yeah, man. For it, it was a tough growing up with him, man, because you know, as a kid, you you want everything. I mean, yeah. I grew up wanting the newest stuff. You know, the the times that we grew up, man. You know, whatever was on, you know, the the rapper that we were watching on TV, we wanted his shoes. You know, yeah. everything. But my dad was like, why am I going to spend over this much money on shoes? Yeah. You know, and that's that's how he's been always, like, you know? Yeah. I, I never really got anything like that, you know? And that's just the kind of guy that he is. And I just learned to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was always that was something that I've always admired about you when we were younger was, like, you kind of always had this, like, entrepreneurial spirit, though, because I remember you, like, getting stuff on eBay and, like, selling them. Like you had your first car, like hella young, like you know, you kind of hustled your way to. I remember that fucking red car. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking yeah. red car. Damn red car! And like See, that's, this. That, that's another one, man. We got to high school, and I wanted a car, man. My, I told my dad I want a car, 
He's like, buy yourself, man. I'm not buying you a car. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, cold, man, cold, dude. So yeah, man. I just, I just remember, <laughs> you know, I was like, what do I do, man? It, it was, it was tough, man, because you know, the, my first cell phone. This is also another story. This is just so many, man. But it, the way that I started off, what you're you're asking is, they bought me this really cool cell phone, man. I think they paid a lot of money for it back then. You know, like three hundred dollars for a cell phone was a lot. Yeah. So they they bought it for me, and I grabbed it and I sold it yeah. like the next day, and I sold it for more than what I paid for it. Well, my parents did. Yeah. And I used that money to buy other stuff yeah. and then I would always buy something that I can sell them to make money and you know just keep that chain going yeah and, you know if I wanted shoes I was like okay now I have money for shoes because that was the only way that was gonna get man it was just not gonna happen with my parents yeah you can't have to hustle your way through yeah I just I had to figure it out and and I did that until I had a car and that was the hardest part man but yeah you know it I know, man. I remember you having that car and you were hella young. And I'm like, how the hell is this we have a car? Man, I'm over here trying to beg for change to try to get this <laughs> car, man. But you know, and you and you had it, man. That's such a dope, uh, that's such a dope concept, but it also comes from this also this other like piece of like that's really real that I think that many people, at least that I've come across, I think we can really resonate with that, right? Of our families or our parents just being like, I'm not gonna I, one, I don't I mean, I don't know what your, I don't know what your parents' uh, you know, financial situation was at the moment, but like, you know, we're not going to spend money on these like frivolous or like these like kind of things that don't necessarily really matter, right? To us, it yeah. may matter to you as a son, but it doesn't matter to me, so I'm not going to spend money on that. So, I guess my question for you is like, how do you balance that between? wanting to then provide like now because you experienced that does it make you want to provide many things to your children yeah yes it does it does man because it you know it made me grow up like feeling like that my parents you know you're you're young these crazy ideas just popping ahead you know like oh my parents don't care for me they didn't want to buy me these shoes but <laughs> yeah you know and and you know that wasn't really the the situation you know maybe they just didn't have the money and they just didn't know how to explain it to me yeah. but you know now that 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 is also why i buy my son whatever he asked for because i just don't want him to feel that way that i felt when i was a kid you know mm. you know and then cause that cause or that feeling that my parents did you know made me rebel to something that didn't wasn't actually even worth doing, you know, like maybe yeah. I was doing stupid things that I shouldn't have done, you know, just because my parents didn't want to get me something, yeah. you know, I just want to, and then make sure that he gets everything, you know, and yeah, you know, provide whatever I can for him. Do you feel like you wanted something else from your parents and like the object was just kind of like in the way of that? Because like, yeah, because you know when I hear that, it's like, yeah, I wanted a new show, I wanted new shoes, and I wanted this stuff. But but did that also come with like, did you want something else from your parents at that point in your life? Yeah, man, it did. Um, it just um, it made me also feel like they didn't love me, you know? Yeah. 
it, it was hard because my, my dad, he wasn't an affectionate person. He still isn't. Yeah. You know, to this day, he treats me like some guy that he saw on the street. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't even call me son. You know, he's like, hey, Sam, <laughs> good to see you again. Shakes my hand and walks away, you know. Um, yeah. My mom barely started giving me hugs not too long ago. Um, yeah. The side hugs, not even a full hug. And so it, it's it's that, that, man, you know, that that feeling that I feel like they just, at that time, I felt like they didn't, you know, love me. It just mm-hmm. That, that feeling sucked. And, you know, growing up, you know, you just like, damn, I don't think my parents don't really care because ne- never did I hear those words from them. Like, hey, son, I love you, you know? Yeah. And I've heard it in your previous podcast how, you know, your your dad always said, hey, I love you, you know? And I, that's something I never got in my life growing up. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's one of those things that I think uh, we underestimate the power of, right? Of just saying the words and just, uh, and, and, and regardless of how it comes. And I mean, obviously you, you have to feel it and you have to like, you have to mean it for it to like penetrate. Um, because that's one of the things that I'm curious about because of this concept, because I think what you're bringing up, I, I think is really like a real it's, I think it's a real situation that I think many of us find ourselves in where it's like we want to provide all of these things to our children. And that, that kind of becomes like, I don't want to say an excuse, but it almost becomes like the, like the slogan of fatherhood, right? Like I want to give my kids everything that I never had, right? And, and while I, I appreciate that concept, there's also like a danger of it too, right? Where it becomes that is just uh, a slogan for my fatherhood stuff and I'm gonna just give my kids all of these things and then it's not supplemented with the other part which is the I love you the you matter part that you that you know like these things are I'm giving you these things but it also comes with a sense of responsibility right of like these are your things I love you that's why I'm giving it to you and at one point we have to figure out another thing where I'm not just giving you everything. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It's, it does. I I do get it. It's, it's like me growing up um, when they actually did give me something, it was like, they made me feel like, Oh, here, I got it there. Just stop bugging me. It's like, it's like they, they felt like they had to just get it just to get it, you know, Mm -hmm. not because they were like, son, I love you. Um, this is why, you know, I'm sacrificing maybe whatever it was at the time that they didn't have the money for. Yeah. And here, I'm gonna give you this, you know? So sometimes getting things just doesn't mean anything, but you know, that little extra that you add on top, you know, with the love that does make a big difference. Yeah. How do you, how do you plan to kind of balance that with your son? Because you know, I, I, I mean, I could already see you about to give this guy a lot of stuff in <laughs> your, in your, in your little, in your little person too. So how do you, how do you, I guess in your, in your mind, like, how do you, how do you kind of grasp that? How do you, how do you think you can balance that? Or how do you, or do you, or one, do you think you should balance it? I guess. I don't know. I should. I think, I think I can give him whatever he wants, you know, but also, at the same time, as he's growing up, it, I just don't want to just give it to him. Yeah. You know, sometimes th- there's times where you you have to, like, give give it to your kid. But 
you know, as he grows up, you, you gotta, I think I, I gotta show him a little bit of responsibility too, you know, yeah. on, on the way, you know, like the point is like, if you want something, not work for it, but necessarily kind of earn it in a way, Yeah. you know, because if, if you just, I feel like if I just hand him everything he wants, he's just going to get used to it and think, thinks he's just going to get everything. Yeah. which is not i don't think that's okay but i mean maybe some people do but as he grows up yeah i'm gonna try my best to you know incorporate a little bit of that into it because you know the day that he asks me for a car you know you know my, <laughs> yeah what's gonna be your answer <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm not gonna say no but i'm gonna be like hey you know what um you know, maybe I just want you to be doing, doing something right, you know, in your life, you know? Yeah. Maybe, you know, be going, doing good in school, you know, or something like that, you know, making yeah. sure he's going down the right path, you know? Yeah. So something to supplement that with, it's always a tricky situation, right? Like this sense of like, how do we teach responsibility to our kids? I, you know, there's so many different like tasks and I think only you as a parent or even you as a father, like, I think what what only you really know, right? Of like, and maybe you maybe you don't know, but not now. Maybe I don't know. But what is cool, and what what I appreciate about you and your spirit is the fact that like you've already have gone through the path of earning it, so you know what it takes. If that makes any sense, like because you did, you were able to get a car hella young, and you did it kind of on your own, right? Yeah. Like you pretty much did it on your own. You had to figure shit out on your own. So like. Your 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 kids are gonna have this like model right to keep that like that can can teach that can pass that on right and it's like how do how do we how do we teach those skills that that you've had to have you've had to learn you know and then how do you transfer to that to them because that is one of the things that they'll always you know that's one of those things that you can pass down that is not necessarily so much a car but that feeling of like you know I don't know how you felt when you finally got your first car but. I can only imagine a sense of accomplishment. Man, you should have seen me the day I drove that car. <laughs> Man, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I didn't even know how to drive yet. And I had bought the car. Just because I wanted that car. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. And like, you know, so so you know that feeling, you know that feeling of accomplishment. And it's like, you know, when I think about our kids that's one of those things of like men like those 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 skills that we've learned like is you know how do we pass that stuff on and uh it's really it's really beautiful um uh okay is there anything else you want to say yeah, I, I mean i was gonna say something i think it, it is it it, it kind of goes back to when you're you know raising your kid it, it, it'll come to you you know it, it all comes down it'll come to you as you go you know you know, it, it, when you overthink it, that's when it, when you probably start going down the wrong path, man. Because <laughs> it, when I, I, if you over really think too much, it's, it's just gonna, you know, not gonna be the way that you expected it. And you're probably just gonna be like, wow, this is like not even what I thought it was. You know, it, it's like when you have your baby, you know, you're over here like, oh, you're gonna have to do this, do that, do this. And when you really come to it, it's not as bad as people make it seem, you know? Yeah. You go as you learn. And I think that that that's going to be something, you know, I, as I go, I'll learn. But it, it'll come down and it'll come into me, you know, as I go. It's yeah. Just, 
Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think it's just that willingness of of just allowing yourself to just accept the fact that you already have the answer. Right? Like you already have the the things in you to to do this. Um, but I like that kind of, I like that idea of overthinking it. Um, because I think that there is a lot of overthinking when it comes to to children. And when we overthink, then we're only using our mind and we're only using our head. Um uh and we kind of forget about the feeling and the heart. Right. And it's like, really, that's and that's what's really dope about the chill about children is the fact that they they're kind of in the heart kind of all the time. Yeah. You know, so if you don't have your heart right, then it's going to be super hard to connect with your with their heart. And I think that that's when we overthink it, that's that 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 that's something that that, that can happen. So thank you for that. Yeah, definitely. man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to close out the, the episode. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I, I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm so happy to hear that your family is is in a good place. And, you know, you're, you're taking your, your responsibility as a, as a father. You're taking it in stride and trying to figure out the best way to do it, you know, and, and in your own way. And you're engaging in these conversations with me and maybe other fathers. I don't know. But, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, the The reflection questions for this week. Okay, again, you can write in if you choose so as an invitation uh, and I'll read them and uh, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll figure something out what to do with them in a later podcast. Um, so the first discussion question, or you can send it to uh, dad told me the number 11 at gmail.com. Again, is dad told me number 11 at gmail.com. The first discussion question is traveling if you could take your child anywhere in the world where would they be where would you go and if you don't have children imagine where would you go with your children if you wanted to second question is what are the things that you need to do beforehand you do the traveling with your children what are the things that you need to set in motion do you need to save money do you need to buy the plane tickets do you need to talk to your partner about it Right. Do you need to talk to them about where do they want to go? Do they feel supported enough to go? Why are you going to this trip? And then the third question is, how do you plan to balance this this concept of getting your kids the things that you didn't have growing up and then also teaching them a sense of responsibility? Again, how do you plan to balance being able to give your children the things that you didn't have growing up? And then balancing that with responsibility. Okay. Thank you again for listening. Please rate and subscribe and review. Deeply appreciate it. That's been another episode. Adios.